0: All right, uh, let's do this one more time. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider Man. My name is Miles Morales. I was bitten by a radioactive spider. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. You're
1: listening to the number one podcast and education across the Spider Verse, Steambox. Are those my Jordans? All right, you're back with another Steambox podcast. Today, we're at Central Falls. With my summer learning homies, we're learning podcasting 101 with the Steampunks. Steampunks, please say what's up to the world.
2: What's up?
1: We have Victor Baez here from what's the name of your channel again, man? Club Ambition. Club Ambition. We looked up Club Ambition yesterday, and the students were turning red. Uh, what did, they were like, "Mister, I don't think this stands for British Broadcasting Company." They would, they would turn it red as some of the some of the content on your channel which was hilarious it was it was funny we were talking about things so you guys mix it up and talk about a whole bunch of stuff right like yeah a bit of everything um the channel is centru- centered around
0: music so we're known for like music reactions you know we're basically a part of like a lot of other fan bases where there's like the ariana grandes xxx tentacion juice world but the podcast is not just about music it's Everything cultural, everything happening in the news and at the same time, I do a lot of pretty cool interviews with people from Rhode Island that I like to spotlight as well. Like who? So I've interviewed, I've given his only interview ever so far, A uh, World Series champion from MLB, Jeremy Pena, Houston okay. Houston Astros. He won the championship, MVP, everything last year. First year, he's from Proudest, Rhode Island. I went to school with him, classical. So that interview is probably our biggest interview so far on the podcast. But we've also interviewed recently, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Jaleel. He's like a famous TikTok rapper that's blown up, but he's from Pawtucket, you know, not too far from here, actually. So I did his longest interview so far. It's online. So a lot of pretty cool, amazing people from Rhode Island that, you know, they're celebrities in their own right, but they happen to be
1: from the same state as us right here. We have a lot in common, too. I think um, as I was going through the channel, we had a lot of people that were on our podcast that were... Also on your podcast, Victor Reynoso being one of them, right? Or was yep. Victor on? Yep. Uh,
0: Victor. He was on our Spanish podcast. So I have a Spanish podcast with my dad, so he was on that one.
1: Yo, that's so dope, man. You got a podcast with your dad? Yeah. Same <laughs> like a, Hold
0: on. How did this happen? So my dad is always, uh, like, myself, talkative. He talks to, uh, you know, he <laughs> treats the janitor just like the CEO. He'll walk into any building and just, like, be pretty universal, so he always has been bugging me for like a year to start to like, like I want to do my own podcast. Let's do a Spanish one. Like, you should do it. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But I was just trying to build it out, get a logo, get a name, you know, get it properly set up. Um, And, you know, every day I would see on our eBay account, like he would randomly add to cart, like a microphone, camera, everything. Like he was ready to buy the equipment himself. I'm like, Dad, I have my own, we have a studio. Like, we're going to do the podcast. Just take it easy. But he wanted to start it right away. But then eventually I developed a name it's like a a pun name in like in the dominican culture how spanish people kind of mispronounce things so it's called it's the podcast but in spanish it's called el boca but it's not spelled in mm. podcast it's just spelled wrong on purpose it's l p o k k el boca so it's a spanish podcast and we just talk about everything rhode island cultural news and spanish and my dad basically runs it and you know i help him engineer it the whole time and it's a pretty fun thing, and now we're able to interview people from Rhode Island, like a Victor Reynoso boxer. Victor's you you boxer. remember Victor?
1: Do you remember when we interviewed Victor Reynoso, the boxer? He was he was nice. He was he was real nice too. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: and uh, The the boxer. Yeah, Victor was, is yeah, and he's very young.
3: He's a, he's in the army. Is it him? I think I've seen. Light. I think I've seen him in the Marines. I think I think I saw him fighting in Twin River.
0: Yes, yes, that's him. That was him. That was him. Yes, that was the same guy, yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty cool experience, you know, getting to spotlight a lot of these people out here that, you know, and now it's multi language. You know, I can get people that you might think, oh, I can't have them on my English pl- uh, platform, but now I can have them on the Spanish podcast. So
1: it's been a pretty fun time this past year, yeah. Yo, I'm so ju- Does anybody else now want to do a podcast with their dad? Is there You're thinking of that too? You're thinking of that? Meanwhile, I'm all like, I don't know my dad. No, I know my dad. I really like it. I would really like my... It really made me want to do a podcast with my dad. Yeah. Uh, that would be wild if I could get him to talk, uh, right. which is interesting. <laughs> sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. That'll just be the mystery, right? That'll be like sp- spinning <laughs> you the wheel. Ask yourself. I know. <laughs> I can help you guys get closer. You never know. I would love to do a podcast with my dad. Yeah. My dad was a community advocate for so long, and it would be such a dope podcast because I get all these community advocates, and I'm like, yo, I never did a podcast with my dad. dad. Yeah. So that, that's wild. Uh, Some of these guests are dope. I know we have a lot in common. And you said, hold up. So we sent an email when we were getting you in here. And you were like, oh, I know Roberto. Now, I, what Do you have a memory? Is this a thing? Like you've seen me before? Your face is definitely familiar from Car's Crusade.
0: I don't know if you actually taught me or if you were just amongst the people that would be, you know, aiding. Because, you know, going back to Car's Crusade, you know, especially if you went to school here in Rhode Island, it's a pretty... um you know, classic opportunity. Like you, you, especially kids that need, you know, actual financial aid. And actually, I also need something to do after school. It's a great opportunity. So I remember you at least being one of the, I guess, what would you call them? Like bus monitors, like the people that would actually facilitate and help The kids, like, get in line, especially for, like, the Saturday. I think it was every Saturday we'd have,
1: like, a Saturday program. I ran the whole Saturday program. I ran the Saturday programs and the summer programs. And if you did any of that stuff, you were at, like, ropes courses and all that stuff with me. Yeah. Which was which was wild. They are no longer the college crusade. Now they are. It's rebranded, right? It's. It is OWL. OWL? It's, Yo. So we we had a cool. We've got great memories with them. I didn't think it was cool. I thought they force fit their name into a cool logo. <laughs> I thought they were like, "What should we get for a cool logo?" I like a logo. Uh, owl would be dope. Yeah, let's change our whole name to Onward We Learn. Who named themselves Onward We Learn? Is that you? College
3: Crusade in Veterans here in CF. Oops, in the nineties, I graduated high school.
1: Oh. Wow. Wait, you're a Crusader? What? Uh, crazy that's how old i am i'm yes yes okay this uh, is a crusader
3: um the bank in on dexter street have coin savers and i remember they used to teach us like you know you grab a to change and they don't have any of those cool things anymore like uh oh. book fairs kids don't have book fairs
1: i would rather be in the fast and the furious ride than learns that <laughs> ends a crusader like that's wild to me that she's a crusader daniel nice and loud what's your question for victor
3: Back then, when you had a YouTube channel, how many views did you have in
0: it? So, like, you mean like when I started it? Yeah. So, I was lucky enough that when I started, my first video um got a lot of views. So, my first video on the channel was a album reaction. So, I did an album reaction to Travis Scott, uh, Travis Scott's album Birds in a Trap Sing McNight. I want to think, I want to say that's like a second or third album, one of his earlier albums, and. I uploaded a reaction and back then I didn't know how to edit well. So it was like a part one reaction. So I I literally uploaded a part one. So the next day I had to upload part two, but that part one, I want to say in two days, got about 30,000 views, something like that. Like I got a good amount of views and I'm like, what is going on here? Like out of nowhere. But then I started just seeing like people really connected to my personality on camera, being myself. Also, the fact that I record the reactions from a car. So I'm in the car listening to music. So a lot of people relate. Like when you're, you know, in high school, your friend got the, you know, the first friend that you had that learned how to drive. Now you get to be in a car with your friend. You start listening to music. So that experience of being in a car, driving around listening to music, I feel like people connected with it on camera. So I did the Travis Scott album. Birds of the Trap, Sigma Night." We literally recorded it in Providence downtown. I think it behind, like, Loophole's, the Strand building. And... Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I, I got lucky, but at the same time, you know, it's luck, but, you know, maybe it's just God's timing, like, you know, we always were kind of universal in school, like, I was always a part of every sort of group in high school, I, re- I really never judged nobody, I never was, like, anti, like, oh, the nerds, or, like, the, the the what's it called, the the jocks, like, I was just kind of friends with everyone, so I kind of had, like, a universal appeal. So I guess that translated on camera, you know, when I'm listening to music, we're having fun, you know, driving around and just going crazy in the car with the songs. And Travis Scott is obviously a big name. So it was going to get somewhat of a traction, but to go from zero in one weekend, it was pretty surreal. If we're
1: talking about podcasting 101, if we're talking about podcasting 101 here, what did people, he started talking about Travis Scott and a lot of people might've tuned in to hear Travis Scott, but they stayed for him. What did Steambox start talking about that got people's attention. Nintendo Switch so people might have tuned in for Nintendo Switch but then they stayed and it almost doesn't matter you don't talk about Travis Scott every time right so it almost doesn't matter why you got people but you got people yeah like eventually you're gonna get lucky and people are gonna watch listen whatever it is to your media format my question for you in podcast 101 is why are they gonna stay Why are they gonna listen to your next one? Why are they gonna subscribe and wanna check you out again? Do you know what would yours be about? So him is Travis Scott, ours is Nintendo. What does Daniel have to say?
3: So like if I were to make a channel about something, I would do something that like people are really interested in so I could get like a lot of views.
1: Okay, what do you think that is? What would, would, do you have an idea of what that would be if you had to do one today? that's thursday's program by the way be ready if you had to do one today what would it be all right well you got two days to figure it out if you had to do one today what would it be um if i had to do one today it'd probably be on something as as daniel said some something that people are really into but what i
0: wanted to say was before i actually did something and it was back when fortnite was really like up and in one of my channels, I actually ended up getting 10,000 views on a video that I wagered face Ray at the time. So, yeah, yeah that, that gave me
1: a lot of views, but then it just died down because it's like, oh, OK, cool. Got because it. people came for that and then left. Right. The idea is to, the idea is to keep them. Yep. And but but right now, Victor can tell you why people stayed. Right. It seems it might seem weird to me why people stayed for me. It might still seem weird or surreal to Victor why people stayed, but Victor has some ideas. He's like, man, people can probably relate to me chilling in the car, you know? Would you say that's right? I think that definitely was, like, the main gravitational pull overall because reaction channels have existed
0: forever, but we were the first one to be in the car and to keep it consistent, you know? It became, like, the niche. Like, everyone kind of knew us as those kids in the car listening to music, and then that blew up to his own thing. What is your
1: question for Victor?
2: Um, for uh, episode fifty-eight.
1: Are you gonna talk about British broadcasting? No. Oh, okay. All right. No, no, no. Go ahead. It's episode fifty-eight. Um,
2: the episode title was what was it yet? Press head.
1: I don't know. Can you? I don't. I... Yeah,
2: I mean, it's not anything bad. It's just a little weird. Good. Okay. Um, something like only fancy model drinking pee and then T Davidson. That was the title.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. So we got some human fluids <laughs> happening inside. What's your question?
2: Like, did that episode like bring more traction for divert like Tate?
1: Yeah,
0: that one was uh, definitely definitely controversial. That was one where I decided to just interview someone that I found interesting because I felt like she had like a pretty cool um opinion online and very outgoing. And then she got into these pretty um controversial stories and about you know her past and certain things she's drinking and drinking that I definitely would never in my lifetime ever, you know I I barely even drink soda so. Uh, that's 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 pretty insane that she said that. But it worked in my aspect, uh, or my favorite, rather, because I was able to, like, okay, she said this crazy story, so I can now put that into the title. You know, it's going to get people's attention. But it wasn't like I went into it, like, uh, now that you're here, talk about that time you drank pee. Like, no, that was not the case. You know, I was uh, it just happened. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, let's keep this on uh, camera. You're talking about it, so... But that that that's probably the most um, yeah, outrageous um and like out of nowhere type of episode I had so far.
3: Did you get out well, a lot of people? Because I feel like on this day and age, people like that. people like weird things. Yeah. Not nah, if you talk about something that's common, people don't really want to hear it. People want to hear all types of weird things and feel no. clips of weird things online too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I got both. I got um. I got especially the on social media I got definitely a good amount of attention, um, and she specifically was someone that has gone viral with me before through me interviewing her on the street at PBD Fest, at day Trill, certain events in Rhode Island, and like TikToks with her have gone viral because she is very outgoing and she starts dancing and goes crazy. So I decided to have her on a podcast as well, but I didn't expect her to say that you know she <laughs> she rinsed what she drinks or has drunk in the past, but um. People definitely were, some people were commenting like, oh, my God, like, why would you have her on? And then
1: some people were like, oh, my God, I love her. A lot of people went to school with her. It's like, oh, that's how she is. She's not lying. We got we you got know? people like this in our communities of yeah. families, right? Don't we got people in our communities of families that were just that wild person, <laughs> <that> wild, <laughs> wild wild, wild card? Yep. Yeah, so
0: she's the wild card. And, yeah, so, I mean, I definitely don't regret it at all. I think to each their own. And I'm someone that's like, it's entertainment to say at the end of the day, you know that episode wasn't all about that <laughs> if you watched the whole episode but it definitely was the most outrageous moment from that but it's a uh, it's a uh, it's, it's it's pretty uh, it's a pretty crazy experience when you interview certain individuals and certain things happen like i don't know where you never really expect it
1: can you give me an example of a guest that surprised you in a good way and a guest that surprised you in a bad way mm mm-hmm. good question so
0: a guest that surprised me in a bad way uh i'm not very judgmental so like the but the most negative or like bad te- takeaway and i won't even name them was when i interviewed like a a local rapper and they made me like they wanted to re-answer a question so they i had to like have them i had to read the retakes usually i uh, i don't mind post editing like in the studio yeah but, <laughs> like yeah like they're in the studio recording. Oh, let's run that back like let's run that back you know and it was like literally like 10 plus times I had to run back that same question the way they were answering it so I was like frustrated because I'm like oh I guess this happens I don't mind but it's like let's just why you they they were so kind of I guess conscious and worried about how people were going to feel about what they were saying and in my eyes it wasn't even that bad for this person I'm like oh it's not that serious but they wanted to you know re-answer re-answer so I had to like it was the film we kept filming it kept going but at the end like, I had to re- edit that out completely, like, you know, from the videos so am like, off. Oh, now I got to edit this and work on this editing. But it is what it is. But that definitely was the worst, like, unexpected, like, negative takeaway. And the most, um, what was the other one you said the most um, hot? In a good way. In a good way. So the surprise me in a good way, man, it would probably be just a combination of, like, all the athletes I've had on. Because I've had someone on from the Lakers. He's from Rhode Island from Providence Coast-Wider. He's from the Lakers It is from Providence. Um, Puidi Pay is in the NFL. Indianapolis Colts. David Duke,
1: he's on the Brooklyn Nets. He's from what Providence. What was it? So what was it that was good about them? I mean, besides the status, was there anything on the podcast that just like, yo, this person, wow.
0: Yeah, so so all of them being so famous, you know, is like you go into it thinking like, oh, yeah, they're, they're famous, so they might have maybe some sort of ego, you know. Naively, anyone would kind of think that, but they all – had, like, a very, like, warming energy to them, and they all really spoke about God a lot. Like, they really encompassed God into everything that they did, and they were very, like, you know, like, damn near tear-jerking. They had, like, tear-jerking moments. Like, there was moments that they would talk about God and, like, their faith and certain things, and, like, and it would make me kind of almost damn near tear up. I'm like, wow, these guys are very, like... It would it would make sense why they are as successful as they are. It's not just because of Cloud. It's not, like, a fake reason that they made it there and at the same time they all are from Rhode Island so I'm like this is so awesome and dope like they all are from the same place I'm from smallest state in the country but then they happen to have so much success and they all have a very you know similar connection where they all believe in God they all are very positive and they all are very heartwarming it's not like a like you know. I, at least on the, in the interview I didn't see no dark side to them today the is this something that you connect with that you religious I'm not necessarily religious I grew up catholic uh my parents are still kind of like catholic my mom's kind of being more just solely christian so i grew up going to church but as an adult i haven't been necessarily religious per se i would say i'm spiritual yeah i, I believe in god for sure and i appreciate you know anyone that does believe in god and i always talk to people who might not believe in god like i have atheist friends yep. and we talk about it all the time but i do love you know, God, I do believe, I have a theory, like, when I'm talking, like, whenever we're talking to ourselves, like, whenever we're talking to, like, our conscious, I have a theory that I think we are talking to God, whether it's a woman, a male, whatever God is in your eyes, I do think that we are all God walking. Yeah.
3: I, and I can follow that with, yeah. Lee, pretty Pay. I actually know him, and he has such a great story. Yeah. Like, a heartwarming yep. story. If you guys, if you can run that through the kids, and he loves his mom. Yeah. He, He's so thankful for everything that he has. He went to um, Bishop Hendrickson, which is an all-boys school, and he had to take the bus every day at 6 in the morning. His mom never went to any of his um, football games because she was always working a little shift.
0: Yeah. But
3: yet he had this—he was self-motivated, disciplined, and made it.
0: Yeah, family-oriented.
3: The... Family-oriented, when you say about God, because he was in a Catholic school. Um, But I feel like sometimes when you believe in something— Mm-hmm. You know, it gives you those wings to like keep pushing and keep rushing and not giving up. And even for you guys, not to give up because we're all going to have obstacles. Yep. But th- that's a really good story if the kids could ever, you know, listen to that and hear that. Yeah, that, go, that to And go drive it out for them.
1: And wherever go. you're drawing your inspiration
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's your question?
3: How do you choose your podcast topics?
0: The topics, I genuinely. I just pick out whatever is interesting genuinely to me. And that's how I kind of have grown my following, especially locally with like my Twitter account, Instagram account. Every time I kind of go viral, even with Rhode Island news, it's kind of whatever I find interesting myself. Because I feel like a lot of people, you know, might not know this is happening or you know, this happened here. For example, I have a viral clip last week where I spoke about there was a bank on Federal Hill in Providence that got robbed of $500,000. Someone robbed the bank. And I'm like, what? a bank robbery? In my in my city, like well, there's robbing banks here and it's like not just a couple of dollars, half a million dollars like, that doesn't So I talked about it and when I spoke about it, it was like a week after the news broke. But a lot of people, you know, didn't know. Like they were commenting on my post. I didn't I live here and I, I didn't know that this happened. Like this is crazy. Did this happened here. And, you know, that is like reassuring to me the fact that these type of things might be happening here. People report on it like traditional news, like the the WPRI, turn to ten, newspapers. But, like, you guys, you know, the younger generation and us millennials, like, we really don't listen to, well, we don't don't tune into that, right? So I make it my duty to kind of tune into those traditional ways of news and I add my own take to it and bring it to my platform because I feel like it definitely is going to be, you know, it's going to reach a bigger demographic, especially with my reach on TikTok and social media. So it's a a pretty cool thing. But like I said, I I just genuinely do whatever I find interesting because I feel like, Nine times out of ten, someone else is going to find it interesting as well.
1: We got a follow-up over here.
3: Um, So this actually a question. Um, For, like, like promoting your videos, like, I've seen these people, like, and, like, basically what they do is they put clips of their podcast and then near the end they're getting to something good. Then they're, like, go to this timestamp to continue, mm. like, on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So do you do that too?
0: So I I I don't do that specifically, but I do do timestamps every video, um, because I feel like when I watch podcasts and I watch interviews or anything on YouTube, timestamps help me a lot. You know, it's it's, it's a it's an amazing tool that yeah.
1: you YouTube gives you. So I don't want to watch videos sometimes. Yeah, like, if it's a long video, I especially sign. if it's long.
0: I get it. Especially if it's long. So I provide timestamps. Literally before the video comes out, like it's already with a timestamp, like a bunch of timestamps. Like to this morning we dropped a new episode and it has timestamps, like it's easier to read. It's almost like a book, like you are reading a book, you read a book with the chapters. Um, and also it's better for me for editing because I'm able to go back into the video and I can go back to the timestamp and I'll be able to make a clip from that to like post it, whether on YouTube or to make it even a shorter clip to post on TikTok and YouTube shorts. But that's actually a good uh, thing. that for a second.
1: Bit, yeah. Podcasting 101. It's in uh, one of the later series of the channels, but what he just said, marking that timestamp for yourself as you're recording. So right now, uh, a moment ago, a moment ago there was a, a bottle that dropped. Now, if it made a louder noise, I think the editing is going to clean that up, and I don't think it was very loud. But sometimes something happens, uh, an alarm will go off, mm. um, a principal will make an announcement. If I'm in a school, you know what I mean. Somebody will walk in here and say something, or somebody will, you know, somebody will get pinched and then yell an f bomb. To look at the timestamp where you are right now, different context from what you're talking about, but be like, all right, this is 23 minutes into the podcast. That saves you a lot of time looking for it later to edit out. You know what I mean? If you're not going to use like a transcript AI service, just wanted to share that. If we're talking about podcasting 101, sorry, Victor, good.
0: You're good. And yeah, and no, I agree. It's a it's a key thing, you know, and especially like for example, when you guys were talking about it earlier, the idea of like background noise and like The audio being messed up, even with, like, top-of-the-line type of um, equipment that I utilize all the time, it happens. Like, technical difficulties happen all of the time. Like, that's, like, almost, it's unavoidable. Like, something is always bound to happen. There's always going to be, like, a memory card error. There's always going to be a a camera glitch. There's always going to be, like, an audio um, type of error. And it's pretty crazy. You know, the most recent big one was when I interviewed that Jaleel, the rapper you guys know from TikTok, we did it backstage at his concert. So it was all quiet. Everything was fine. But then the <laughs> the openers started performing. And then we were backstage. So then right when we were about to start the interview, after hanging out with him, press the record of the audio, the openers are performing back around, in the background. All you hear is like the DJ playing like little. I just want to rock like mad loud. I'm like, oh my God, is this is going to come on the, on the microphone. But we just bear through it we acted like it wasn't going on and I'm like crossing my fingers I'm like hopefully this audio you know we have good ass microphones I'm like this is going to be picked up right hopefully it's going to pick it up good but then you hear like the, the static in the background I'm like oh man such a dope big interview and this happens like what are the odds but then I was able to use an AI software um, that was able to split the audio and the background noise into separate files so I was Why? yeah, so I was able, and I never utilized it until that point. You know, I, I um one of the people there from Jaleel's team was like a producer, and he was like, "You you should use that, like try that out, cause it'll be able to help you guys out probably." And I utilized it. It was like a free one. I think it's like lali AI. It's like a website you could use it for free, and then you got to pay eventually. But it's like an open platform website. You can upload the audio, and yeah, I was able to separate the voices. And I was able to take that and then synchronize it with the audio, with the video film footage from the interview. And then it worked. It fixed and saved the whole interview. But it definitely is a, you can tell it's a bit awkward. Like the audio is not perfect because I was yelling, you know, come on. So like it, was kind of, it kind of comes off a bit, you know, but when you listen to the interview, i we talk about it. Like, oh, me, uh, if you guys are listening, there's a background. They're going off in the background. So we got to talk. We kind of, we're starting to yell a bit here. So take it easy, but. It saved the interview though, so I definitely recommend type stamping and also being aware being able to use software that can take away, you know, a little soft uh soft
1: background noise. It's wild. These softwares weren't available a couple of years ago. We started the podcast in twenty seventeen, these weren't things. You know then, right? But these are things now. We can use them to our advantage. And also, you can actually do a whole podcast without saying a word. Because just like we showed you, just like you've seen deep fakes with his videos, just like we showed you how you can make a song, you know what I mean, using the AI. People have done it where you can tell the AI to talk about a topic and it'll make a podcast on a certain topic. Yeah. This is avail- This is the world that we live in right now. So just be ready. You, y'all are going to do some podcasts and we're going to teach you the old school way, but I want you to know the new tools as well. Noah, what's your question?
2: Um, So on your podcast, we know exactly what episode, you did a podcast about the Turkish ep- I think it's Salt Bay. Is how you pronounce it.
0: Oh yeah, Salt Bay. Yeah, I went viral talking about Salt Bay.
2: Yeah, and about like how it was like touching the FIFA trophy, which is like and they're really strict about who's touching it and yeah. stuff. World Cup, yeah. Yeah, World Cup. I don't know. I don't. I don't follow soccer. I so don't yeah. really know what's called.
1: And that one one of the soccer players is his enemy. i oh, was sorry. Please go ahead.
2: And he had crashed the like World Cup party and like held up the trophy.
1: Yeah.
2: And have and FIFA has like really strict rules and who can hold the trophy, and. Um, you guys made a podcast about that, and clips of it went viral. Yeah, and that caused Salt Bay to get banned from the World Cup. And I don't know, this this part was probably coincidental, but his restaurant in New York City also closed down.
1: Bro, your podcast got Salt Bay canceled. There's a theory
0: online that my podcast got Salt Bay canceled. Your podcast got Salt Bay canceled. <laughs> I <didn't> follow you. <laughs> I <didn't> follow you. <laughs> and, and I just think. We, we never hand, got nobody canceled.
2: I
1: didn't get a teacher canceled. We couldn't even do that.
2: And on one hand, hey, that's really cool you know, to do that. And also, I think because the first episode of your podcast, it was titled, Will You Cancel Us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It we were literally like,
1: I mean. Like full circle kind of thing? Like,
2: yeah. I mean, well. Your own destiny. I, well, I mean, it definitely had potential to be canceled. I think like a South Park kind of comedy thing. Yeah. yeah. It's really funny and interesting. I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> but um, I just think it's kind of interesting kind of full circle though will you, the podcast was initially will you cancel us canceled someone yeah. was like what was your reaction to that what were you thinking about that
0: man my reaction was that it was it was pretty cool uh, the idea of like the effect that your voice and your opinion can just have because that's another thing like I know nowadays you know there's different ways for people to voice their opinion you can tweet it you can post it on your ID story you can post like a quick Snapchat about like a new show or something a quick opinion whatever you want about anything, but instead, you know, you can also create a podcast about your opinion, and that ends up becoming you, yourself, are valuing, valuing your opinion, you're giving a value to your opinion, to your take, that could just be a quick tweet, but instead you put it on a podcast, whether it's audio, video, and in my case, you know, it was video, audio, everything, and it was about the Salt Bay situation, and I genuinely felt like it was just crazy, like, this guy is, is touching the World Cup, like, actual trophy like that's like no one does that not even the players are really supposed to so it felt like what well, bro like you're clout chasing and the, the photos he was taking with the players that won the world cup was kind of like awkward and it was like a video of him trying to approach uh messi leo messi and then messi was like messi don't mess with him messi yeah. was like what are you doing and then he was like forcing messi to take a photo with him offer clout for just to post on instagram because salt bay has a huge follow on instagram so he knows it's going to get him a lot of likes so then I talked about it and I'm like, this guy needs to be banned. Like, why is this being allowed? Like spotlighting it, uh, spotlighting it. And I was like zooming in onto like images of him touching the trophy and everything and like breaking down his uh, mannerisms. So like a couple of days after that video went viral on TikTok and everywhere, basically, he ended up officially being banned from um the whole situation. And people were like, oh, my God, you got him banned. I'm like, oh, I guess so. But in reality, he got himself banned. Maybe my opinion you know, I'm not going to take any fault for the bading, especially for legal purposes, you know. But maybe my opinion amplified it and it made people realize, oh, this actually was messed up. Like, let's get this weird guy out of here. And I also
1: heard his, his restaurant is not really good, so I probably won't be visiting it. Bro, where's your family from? DR, Dominican Republic. Okay. DR, PR, couple of Latino dudes, both went to class school. Um, I don't know if you have this, especially since I'm older than you. And I feel like there's certain circles that, like, I almost don't belong in at times. So I sometimes get imposter syndrome. And mm. if anybody tells me, like Noah just did with you, if anybody tells me, like, oh, yeah, 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 I checked out the podcast, I was listening to this. Somebody I don't even know never asked to check out the podcast. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's wild to me when somebody can do what Noah just did with you and say, like, hey, I remember on this part, on this day, when you were talking about this, like, that blew my mind for this reason. And for me, it always feels, like, not real. It always feels like, all right, who told you to say that you listen to my podcast? You know what I mean? Like, like it feels not. Do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like, is this, is this real?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's happened a lot to me. Earlier on, it definitely felt, like, the weirdest and, like, the most, like, awkward. But now it will be, like, me just taking it in, appreciating it, but then... Like probably later on, or probably like tell my girlfriend later on, like oh that was that was pretty cool, so, like something pretty cool happened. Like I'll kind of have like an afterthought about it. Like I I don't I don't try to live too much in the moment about it because I always go back to like the the idea of like you know we all are just equal. Like I've been able to luckily be around and even communicate with famous you know celebrities, rappers. Like you probably guys know uh, Trippy Red, so Trippy Red has like been like the biggest like celebrity that's become like a friend of mine but it's like when you when you see them and you hang out with them you realize like the what do they call it kind of call it there's like a scene where like the the curtain gets kind of pulled back and you see the reality like it, it all kind of seems mysterious and like oh my god that's so cool but then when you get with them it's like oh no he's just a regular guy like, yeah. like me so we uh, when we when I kind of step back and realize like you know we all are just you know regular humans we all just have our own journey so if my journey might kind of be a bit more, has more tension than someone else's, it doesn't necessarily make me any better or anything at all than that person. It just finds my, I could be just interesting to someone in that moment, yeah. you know? But the biggest takeaways are always like, when it's like impactful, like I've had kids, like our biggest video online was when, um, you guys know Tentacion when he passed away, we just did like a video in our car talking about him dying And we got emotional and we were like tearing up about it. And that video got millions of views to this day. It gets brought up every day, like on TikTok, people uh, replay it and kids would DM us to this day, like talking about like how we helped them through suicidal thoughts. We helped them literally like live. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest like impactful stuff that's happened to me where it's like, okay, yeah, we all are equal, but this is crazy. Like I'm able to help people Mm -hmm. like live, like push through their days and like act. And actually remind themselves that they actually matter. That's like the most like groundbreaking stuff that's happened to me, like over everything. So that for sure, I will never ever take for granted or ever. You can never like try to like minimalize that. That's too
1: powerful. That's wild. Yeah. What's your question?
2: Um. So I was wondering. Um. Since you like energy. Yeah. So. Um. What's the one like to like to eat that you'd want.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Can I tell you that I yeah. completely disagree with everything you said about celebrities, since she's going back into celebrities? The only area, so far we've been completely, but when he's like, they know people, man, the freaks and weirdos that we have ran interviewed <laughs> The freaks and weirdos, the last dragon, man, from when I was a kid, man, Bruce Leroy, I was like, bro, we got the last dragon coming on the podcast. And he was such a weirdo. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry if he's listening, but he's like a, like living in his own head kind of thing. And there's so many others. It's it's man. Our experience has been very very different. But yeah, I, your experience with the celebrities. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Um, um. You said the um the whoever my dream celebrity interview probably it depends. You know, especially when it comes to like on a local level. Some days I f- genuinely feel like I would love to interview like a Viola Davis. Like I think she's a pretty. Amazing actress and actor historically, and she's from Rhode Island. She's from
1: out here, Central Falls. You came to the right place. The dude right next to you on your left goes to her world premieres for her movies and stuff like that.
0: Oh, really? How, well, yeah. Why so? I'm her sister's pupil.
3: Oh, that's fire! Yeah, and his sister's still letting us teach. Yeah.
1: yeah, I got to see. I got to be one of the first people. Speaking about wild, she's she's on our show, and she she calls herself the Black Indiana Jones. That's not me saying it. That's her saying it. <laughs> his teacher is wild uh <laughs> but yeah you come to the right place she she me yeah right now. I know I, I'm following her adventures she went to the one destination that I haven't been able to go to that I really want to which is uh Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe and man I am so jealous and mm-hmm.
3: that street right here is fall player looking this way
1: yeah right here so he yeah. you knew it comes to the right so. oh, wow yeah. that's um that's God right there doing it wow
2: I thought you like couldn't name a street name unless someone has died.
1: Man, they... They, they, they probably they, changed that rule, huh? They knew the right people. for Vi- If you're Biola Davis...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and see, so there's a lot for our school. If you're Biola Davis... No, I'm not saying it's a bad problem. thing. Yeah. I just thought that was... But she went,
1: she went to school, here. She oh,
2: she did? That's oh, that's really cool. That's pretty bad. Bad. Well, he
3: still lives on some. Well, okay. So this is Sumner, maybe? Summer. There's Sumner and Sumner. So it's the other oh, one. Sumner. Yeah.
0: Sumner. Yeah. Wow. Well, listen, that's definitely one of my dream interviews. I think it would just be a pretty awesome conversation, especially Rhode Island-based... But aside from that, like obviously like I not to lie, I I have questions prepped for like major celebrities if one day would be the chance, like a Drake. Like I already have questions written, like I would ask a Drake if I were to ever interview like a Drake. But more organically, like I definitely like a Viola Davis feel so like this would be perfect. Like this is where I'm from, Rhode Island and I obviously am a huge fan of hers and just to inspire people like yourself, like younger generation kids, young adults, I think the conversations I could have with someone like that from my state would be more impactful and more genuinely mean a lot more to me than a to be honest than a Drake type of interview. To if I'm being um 100 honest, yeah,
1: I'm gonna tag her in this and I'm gonna tag your teacher in this as well and uh, Dolores and uh, we're gonna try to make it happen. So we'll make it happen here and I'll bring you back. So we'll send him more. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll fill it in. I'm gonna be honest. With- I'm gonna try to make it happen. What's your question?
0: My question is that you keep talking about like. You're really happy to what you're doing. You're really happy. Yeah, yeah, the life's changing. Did you just see yourself doing this, or was it just something that... It It just kind of happened. I didn't necessarily see myself doing anything. There was moments where, like, in middle school and kind of, like, early on in high school, I wanted to, like, go to the NBA because I I still love basketball to this day. But then when I tried out at Classical for the the tryouts to join the team... I was like yeah i can't do this like they had people doing planks and like running around my stamina was not how it is now like back then i was like oh my god like this is really i'm i'm thinking we're gonna just have some fun throw the hoop the basketball to the hoop, like let's but it was like almost i felt like military training i'm like this is too serious like i can't i can't handle this so right away i'm like no i'm definitely not gonna play basketball nba's that's not happening at all but um going again back organically is doing what i love which is listening to music talking to people and inspiring others and gaining inspiration from other people i'm always like a sponge i'm always you know there's always something that i can learn no matter what so it translated into just it becoming the youtube channel but don't get me wrong like financially until this day i do still do it uh somewhat but i did it way more back then uh, i would resell like clothing like jordan's you know any new release that would come out streetwear i was a big reseller i was probably one of the biggest if not the biggest reseller in the state at one point just reselling clothing to stores ebay etc so that was one of the things i would do for financial gain but aside from the youtube channel you know because the youtube channel was something that you know it made money but it wasn't like being made to be spent and luckily you know i went to college i was able to get uh financial aid um my father was able to help me a lot when it came to like um get in a car certain situations i'm always grateful for my family being there so i wasn't necessarily you know thrown out into the world where it's like i gotta get you know i gotta work like from the ground up 100 so it wasn't that dramatic you know so but then i eventually you know now i have a son so things started like okay it forced myself into being like an adult for real now like you have to depend on yourself you have to move out like you have to become a father you have to do these things so financially it's uh you know and now I have a studio where we do the whole podcast out of we have a whole podcast studio so I went from recording cars videos in my car the reactions. so now having my own studio that I've built out and I have a whole podcast studio that we've laid out everything in and record out of and you know that's been kind of like the blueprint like as long as I'm able to kind of break even and at least pay for the studio and continue doing this for like because I love it for fun at the same time again break even not necessarily make like, a crazy amount of money. Like, I've never never been a flashy guy, so I don't mind that for now. Um, I'll always be happy, because, like, having your own creative space is, like, something that you'll you'll never take for
1: granted what you have. Remind our audience where they should go and find your stuff. YouTube, all the channels.
0: Yeah, YouTube, Club Ambition. TikTok, Club Ambition. Instagram, there's a Club Ambition Instagram, but I would advise people to follow me on Instagram and Twitter on my personal, which is It's a Vibe. It's a Vibe, TikTok, as well um but yeah everyday club ambition and personal it's a vibe i go by sound that's like my name the personality name sound but it's a vibe is the tag on
1: all social and you can always find them on the british broadcasting time <laughs> <laughs> so um so this is normally where i wrap it up right like i'm like oh you know give you a plugs all that stuff but listen man uh you're a podcaster i've got a group of students learning podcasting 101 yeah and I've got a couple of regulars as well from the regular Steambox podcast where she has taken it all the way to Japan. He has taken it all the way to the Penny Arcade Expo to mix it up with the video game developers and stuff. What questions, or is there any questions or advice that you have for the people in the room or the people at home? Man. People at home can't answer the question. It's just FYI, heads up.
0: <laughs> well, for starters, do you each, you each listen to podcasts in here? Are you guys? What's your favorite, like, podcast? Do you guys have one each? What's your favorite podcast? thought it was your leave? Yeah. It probably is the Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, how about yourself?
2: Mm, I don't listen to a lot.
0: I'm sorry, did you say Steambox? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no? like, but I did once, and it was, like...
0: Crime Mrs. Wee, that's a pretty big... How about yourself? Jumper's Jump. Jumper's Jump. Oh, what's that about?
2: It's like, um...
3: They just sound like a... was it? Like crime and scary and
2: like mysteries.
1: Nice. How about you, Samuel?
2: Oh, is it okay if I say like a swear word or should I just like not say that
1: part? Do it. Do what you got to do. Parents don't listen. Turn it off now.
2: Okay, my favorite podcast is super stupid. It's called "Ced Olivia Talk Shit." It's like a comedy podcast. It's really funny,
1: but it's stupid. You asked for permission to say shit. That's so sweet. You're
0: <laughs> um. Um. It was a cop? Coffee. 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 What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite podcast of all time? No.
1: You listen to podcasts at
3: all? Uh, I just started listening to podcasts for like, Spanish and stuff.
1: Oh, nice! Are you learning Spanish? She gets three English,
3: right? I'm learning French, and I know my mother.
1: Oh, very nice! Very nice. Quad, Are you listening to podcasts? No, but I'm
3: gonna start. I'm gonna. I just started following him.
0: All right, very cool. Appreciate you.
3: Another uh, podcast
2: topic: crime junkie.
0: I'm junkie. How about yourself? I'm Joe Rogan, nice. I could tell this guy's a, a smart one, right here. And you saw the Joe Rogan there. stuff happen.
1: <laughs> do you have one uh, aside from your own? Um, I to be honest, I don't listen to uh, my own podcast. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't really. I don't really listen to podcasts. But when I do, it's it's generally crime stuff, and normally I don't like it because normally it's like I I I kind of side with some of the criminals sometimes. Hey, what <laughs> I'm I'm like, I well, they had it coming.
2: We one you know, back to yesterday with the traffic okay. <laughs> twenty people. I mean, people are annoying. Yeah, <laughs> going back to yesterday with the whole trafficking. Thing. I've never yeah, uh, a, a crime. Crime yesterday.
1: Yeah, I listed some of our crime. I know
0: that was the crime one you... Like none. I know I know it's huge, but now even in person, it's like another reminder. Like it's a, it's a big um, you know. I've had crime stories I'll talk about, like on. TikTok and stuff that go viral. So it makes sense, people. People always love the mysterious, like, true crime stories, but that's amazing, Do you have one piece of advice for the audience at home and new podcast? I would say be yourself, you know, and don't take that for granted or don't take all... Don't think, like, oh, another person's saying that. Genuinely be yourself, whether it's, you know... Even like yourself, I know that you're very soft-spoken... What's your name again? Daniel. Daniel. So you're very soft-spoken, you know. If you want to maybe go that route, even with your content, you could do that. If that's how you genuinely feel, that's how you are. But if you feel like you can, you know, be more outspoken, speak up, and, like, this is just a version of you, this is not fully who you are yet, then you can grow. You know, you're still very young as well. But if you want to go that lane, you know, where it's, like, like a soft-spoken. I don't know if you guys know uh, the TikToker, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, the food reviewer. He's, like, the biggest, um, like, one of the biggest TikTokers, especially this year. So he reviews food. And he's very, like, monotone and very, like, you know, Keep Lee, right? No, you never seen him? You guys, if you see his space, you'll recognize him. But he rec- he lives in Las Vegas. So he basically reviews food for free for a bunch of independent uh restaurants. And he's the biggest TikToker this year. Like, he's made so much money. He's working with Kevin Hart now. So Keith Lee is, like, he records on his phone, literally on his phone, reviewing food. He talks like this. Like, oh, I know him. him. I know him this yeah. guy. Exactly. Yeah, I know him. So he's like, very really like this. He's very soft-spoken. He doesn't even have captions. You know, that's my thing. I love putting captions on my TikToks. So I feel like you need a t- captions for TikTok. He does even put captions. This guy blow, blew up. He's a millionaire now. He did MMA, but he failed at MMA. Like, his career wasn't as successful in MMA at all. So he quit MMA, and now he's like a TikToker reviewing food. And now he's a multi-millionaire. Movie deals coming, show deals. And he's just being himself.
3: Unless TikToks, he's... He like eating the weirdest stuff like eating on like kool-aid
2: chicken or something that helps oh my god it's not it's my cold chicken all over again i can't go through that again that was the, that was a terrible two months on tiktok and whatever social media was i don't
1: know this has been another Steambox versus podcast we're here with victor Bias of club ambition victor and all my steampunks in the room please say peace out to the world peace, peace
2: out, out. Oh.